0: people are continuing to attend peaceful protests against police brutality and racism in the United States. In New York, Mayor Bill de Blasio lifted the city's 8 p.m. curfew ahead of schedule as thousands continue to march. He also urged protesters to get tested for COVID-19, saying 15 testing sites would open dedicated to protesters so they can get results quickly. Earlier, President Trump announced the withdrawal of the National Guard from the capital, Washington, saying everything in the city was under perfect control. The British Prime Minister has accused Black Lives Matter protesters of betraying the cause they purport to serve. Boris Johnson tweeted that the demonstrations had been subverted by thuggery. His comments came after protesters clashed with police in central London. Earlier, anti-racism protesters in the British city of Bristol toppled the statue of a 17th century slave trader, Edward Colston, and dumped it in the harbour. Bristol's Mayor Marvin Reeves, who's of black African heritage, said he always felt uneasy about the statue.
1: I've never made it a secret that I find the, the, the statue a personal affront to me. Um, and to people like me, and I would like to have seen it gone. The way I think you, you know, I would have had to have gone about that as elected mayor is through a democratic process, and and obviously, uh, you know, in line uh, with the law. But I'm a Jamaican heritage. He may he may have transported one of my um, ancestors uh, over over to the Caribbean.
0: Black Lives Matter rallies have been held across Europe. Most passed off peacefully. More than 10,000 people marched in Copenhagen, but in Germany, protesters were less well attended than the day before. Thousands of people across Brazil have been taking part in protests against President Jair Bolsonaro, who's been criticised for his handling of the coronavirus pandemic. More than 36,000 people have died in Brazil of COVID-19, but the president continues to dismiss the severity of the disease and insists on reopening the economy. A bronze chest filled with treasure worth a million US dollars and hidden in the Rocky Mountains wilderness in the United States a decade ago has finally been found. Here's the BBC's Kat Wiener. Forrest Fenn, an 89-year-old antiquities and art collector, told reporters in New Mexico that a man who didn't want his name known had sent him a photo proving he had completed the quest. Mr Fenn said he had repacked the box's contents many times over the last decade, adding rare gold coins... Pre-Columbian figurines, ancient Chinese jade carvings, rubies, emeralds and a sprinkling of gold dust. Mr Fenn posted clues to the casket's whereabouts in a poem published in his 2010 autobiography, The Thrill of the Chase. He said he wanted to offer people the excitement of an old-fashioned treasure hunt. And tropical storm Cristobal Christo, has made landfall on the Louisiana coast, bringing dangerous weather as far east as northern Florida. A state of emergency was declared in Louisiana. The storm's been generating sustained winds of 80 kilometres per hour. Roads flooded in Louisiana and Mississippi as it approached and thousands of people have been left without power. You're listening to the news on RTHK.
1: Good morning and welcome to Backchat. I'm Hugh Chiverton, your co-host today is Mike Rouse. Mike, good morning to you. Good morning, Hugh. Will the national security legislation bring peace and stability to Hong Kong? Is it a necessary step after nearly a year of violence? Will it bring calm to companies here that crave predictability? Will it clarify the role Hong Kong plays in the nation as a whole? Is it a counter to incipient terrorism? Will it only apply to a tiny minority? Or will it destabilise and only lead to a BNO and o exodus or louder calls for independence? And if it's too early to say, what are the details that have to be considered? Let us know your thoughts, your questions and comments. You can leave a message on our Facebook page, BankChat and RTHK Radio 3. You can email us, bankchat at rthk.hk, or you can give us a call. On our number is 233-88266. That's 233-88266. Uh, let's kick off with uh, some of the emails that uh, people have sent in in between uh, programmes. Uh, S says, uh, I have not seen many people wearing the reusable masks distributed free by the government. uh, In their zest, Uh, while the initial promotion was going on, I used to see Carrie Lam and her team uh, donned with these masks. However, now none of the officials are wearing the reusable masks. It's not past the use-by date as they were supposed to last 60 days. What a waste of government money, says uh, S.
2: I've heard the same thing, that in fact some establishments won't let you in if you're wearing the government mask.
1: Really? They won't yep. let you in?
2: Yes, they say... So that's no the Hong Kong club,
1: is it? That's not a good enough must. I wouldn't know, Hugh. I'm not a <laughs> member. <laughs> OK, Candy says, Hi, RTHK. Uh, it's not easy for me to read news about racism against asian people in australia as i've been a victim myself having lived and worked there for several years i appreciate that the media have started to pay more attention to this issue now that the black lives matter movement has gained new momentum in america i cannot blame china for issuing a travel warning against australia i've been bullied by white supremacists in australia who made sure that i get the message that australia is for the whites only indigenous australians are also victimized as a minority australia needs to change to change for the better John Kowloon says Trump's current attempts to get Chinese companies delisted from NASDAQ because of their failure to comply with US accounting standards is somewhat ironic. Tell me, how has he managed to get through an entire presidential campaign and the subsequent four-year term in the White House without disclosing his tax returns and banker statements, despite opposition demands? Typical American hypocrisy and double standards. Paul B says, why is Beijing so worried about a mass exodus of Hong Kong people? We're being told daily that the new national security law is minor and that Hong Kong will continue to be a wonderful and safe place. So surely Beijing should be saying to UK, go ahead. Hong Kongers aren't going anywhere. S uh, says uh, so now Regina Yip is threatening to impose visa restrictions on British passport holders in retaliation against the recent announcement by Boris Johnson has Regina realised the impact it will have on the professional sectors including teachers doctors and many others who might be holding British passports she need to be reminded that some of them are Hong Kongers from an international city really sir, so Regina you want to push Hong Kong further into a corner for your own brownie points and finally Paisley says what's happened to the protest movement we were told to to brace ourselves for citywide strikes and major disruption two weeks ago, ahead of the second reading of the National Anthem Bill. Apart from minor skirmishes around town, nothing really materialised. And then at last week's June the 4th commemoration, despite the police adopting a lenient and passive stance towards the gathering in Victoria Park, the turnout wasn't huge. Meanwhile, the minor unrest in Mong Kok on June the 4th was quickly snuffed out by undercover police, whose youthful age and appearance enabled them to cleverly blend into the crowd of more violent protesters. Are we attributing the smaller crowds the current COVID-related restrictions on crowds? Have they suddenly become law-abiding citizens? Has the spectre of the national security law caused them to consider the risk-stroke reward of ongoing violent protests? Or, as media reports suggest, has funding for the protesters dried up? Whatever the reasons, the recent peaceful weekends represent a return to some semblance of normality. Long may they continue. That comes from Paisley. Once again, our email back chat at although we may have to edit for length. And uh, Relevance. Joining us now for the discussion, we have with the Civic Party lawmaker Fernando Chung and uh, Martin Wee, who's a political commentator based in Germany. Uh, Fernando Chung, maybe we'll start with you. Good morning. Thanks for joining Good morning. us. You. Uh, do you think that in the end, uh, in the medium or long run, this national security legislation will actually bring uh, some stability, some predictability back to Hong Kong? Well, I'm not sure
3: about the end, but uh, definitely it's already been- a lot securities. insecurities. Um, people are worried. The uh, international community are worried. Uh, we all understand that the <coughs> law is now being uh, constructed in Beijing. Nobody knows the details. We, we're not even sure when it's going to be passed. Um, it's done in a black box. And uh, you cannot use the name national security and impose severe laws, like uh, draconian laws like that, onto an open society like Hong Kong.
2: Well, wait a minute, uh, Fernando, you said draconian and we haven't seen the detail. So, well, isn't we, there a disconnect yeah.
1: there?
3: Well, Mike, uh, but we have seen what national security has been used in the mainland. In the mainland. We know that uh, people uh, not necessarily threatening and national security in mainland are being put to jail by charging them with this law. Uh, people who are, uh, like uh, the most recent case, Wang Chen Zhang, who right. is a uh, human rights uh, lawyer. Now he's being put into prison for um, fighting for basic uh, human rights,
2: picking quarrels, uh,
3: exposing uh, corruption, yeah. right? Yes. And uh, environmentalists, uh, church goers. Uh, reverence in Chengdu, for example, uh, was put to jail
2: right. by
3: but the National Security Law.
2: Teresa Cheng uh, said that she will be determining who gets prosecuted for what.
3: Right? Uh, can we tr- trust Teresa Cheng? Um, you know, uh, it, it's not uh, one person uh, deciding it who gets. The whole process of lawmaking has to be transparent. The law is supposed to be for the people, not for uh, simply supporting a regime.
2: But there still has to be Article 23 legislation that we have to do.
3: Yes, but then why doesn't the government start that ball rolling?
2: Would you take part in that? Would you you happily look in at it and make sure the safeguards are there? secure As if the Hong Kong SAR government now brings forward a draft bill, then will you look at the draft bill?
3: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Of course, we have to look at the draft. They they have the power to do that, and when they do so, we have to look into it. And if if any of these uh, details are going to threaten our liberty, our rule of law, uh, we will oppose it. We will ask to be uh, those to be amended.
2: So there will have to be a process, and you'll be involved in the process, of course because and we are in the legislature. And surely the main one is whether the cases are put to Hong Kong courts or courts somewhere else.
3: Well, of course. I mean, that's another main concern. And um, uh, Regina Yip and others are saying that uh, they, would, they might need to establish a separate court system simply for this particular charge. Uh, to, to me, it doesn't make any sense. And...
2: With no jury trials, I think was mentioned yeah, with on the, the news. Yeah, without
3: jury trial, uh, I think that's the main purpose. But um, this is ridiculous. Why do we want to undermine our current system, which is to entrust the people for severe punishment? Uh, we're talking about uh, cases in high court that would require uh, jury. Right. Uh, even district
2: courts do not have it. And who's going to take the initiative to launch these investigations? Is it going to be Hong Kong policemen? It or has, is it well, going it to be, to be a- mainland a- agents r- writing Theresa a letter on Monday morning saying, well, we've, we've summed up the cases from last week and it looks as though these pe- the people are worth looking at? A,
3: well, that's the main concern. Uh, We know what has happened in the the mainland. We know how the authorities can use the law to persecute uh, people who have uh, other views, not necessarily people who threaten their regime. But anybody they don't like, they can use the law to persecute them. Uh, And if they become the executive of this law in Hong Kong, then... um, will become immediately uh, simply a mainland city instead of an international
2: city. It's also been suggested that a, a, a criticizing severely the Hong Kong SAR government could also be caught somehow in this national security if the national security sort of starts with the central government in Beijing but drifts down to Tamar.
1: Yes,
3: of course. Um, who knows who's in charge anymore? Um, and basically, they, they, by way of saying that they need to establish a mechanism in Hong Kong to implement and enforce the law, this saying itself has completely threatened the one country, two systems uh, rule, and uh, it is prohibited, blatantly, in the basic law. And yet they are saying that they will do
2: so. So
3: why would we not worry about
2: this? Isn't it then incumbent on you and uh, Martin Lee and other people to seriously look at this draft when it comes forward and make sure that the right safeguards are in it? Of course we should.
3: But we don't have the details. Uh, By the time that the details are being published, I I think it will be passed at the same time. And that's how they work. In the NPCSC, the standard can be... Right,
2: that's at the mainland end. But there'll be Hong Kong legislation.
3: Well, but uh, they're not opening that option. They're they're saying...
2: They're saying there has to be Hong Kong legislation as well.
3: Well, I'm I'm not sure about that. I think what they're looking at is to pass that law in Beijing and then have uh, the chief executive... Announce it and because and cassette it and make it uh, effective. We wouldn't have a chance to amend it. We wouldn't have a chance to uh, legislate locally. Unlike the national anthem, Law. this time around they're saying you wouldn't even have a chance to touch it. That's uh, as far as I as far as I understand.
2: It. So you think there isn't going to be any Article Twenty Three legislation then? Well, they
3: say that uh, they have not included all the seven areas in the Article 23 in this national security law. Therefore, even after this is being elected in Hong Kong, we will still have to proceed with Article 23, at least the rest of it. Uh, uh, and if the new Article 23 law is deemed uh, sufficient to protect all seven areas, then they might deem the national security law redundant. But who knows what's going to happen later?
1: Right? I get, uh, uh, yeah. l- let's now go to, to, to Martin Martinoy, a political commentator based yeah. uh, in, uh-huh. in Germany. Good morning to you and thank you for mentioning you. Good
4: morning. Uh, good morning for all, all the audience. Thanks for joining us.
1: Tell, tell us about the view from, from Germany. We've seen suggestions that maybe um, the, uh, the EU uh, and Japan and uh, other places are not that keen on putting pressure on China, and they're not really going to f- follow up with much uh, real pressure uh, in the wake mm-hmm. of the national security legislation. How do you see things?
4: Uh, i talked about the, the EU first. Um, for the EU, they, now they, uh, the, main, the have uh, two powers to decide the. Yeah, their the policy on Hong Kong, on about Hong Kong. First is Germany and another one is France. For Germany uh, most of us know knows uh, knows the CDU, the the leader of CDU, the Christian Demo- democratic union, uh, Angela Merkel. Uh, she she will not be the Chancellor uh, in next year, but who will be the next chancellor? No one knows. That's why right. now the, On the other hand, the S, the SPD, the so the so socialism democratic party, uh, they they don't, don't want to have the conflict with China because they 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 um, the main, the Volkswagen. You know the Volkswagen. Volkswagen is a major vehicle manufacturer right in Germany, and uh, and the Lower Saxony Land uh, government have the, about a twenty percent share in twenty percent voting right in this company. Uh, this company has uh, employs so many, so many ger- Germans in, in Lower systems. So the, for the, SP, in the SPD stand, they don't want to have any direct conflict with, right. with, 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 with China, Chinese government. So the two major
2: the, parties, the two major yes, parties, yes. one is uncertain because there's about to be a change of leader, and the other yes. party has a vested interest in good relations with China.
4: Yes, this is the, the, the major problem. We, un, under the this this environment i don't think the i don't think the german government can make any uh, very strong decisions on this on hong kong issue right i i know that some member of parliament from c d u joined join the join the, joined the organization and join organization for the to against china But this is not the main power in in at this moment. This is not the stand of the EU. uh, At this moment, I I can say. What about France? France, yes, France has another problem. France, the current current, uh, problem of France is the their president uh, 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 Macron. Right. uh, They lost many many support under under the. because the wire, the wires, the the wires. So, the for the France, they want to have something to rebuild their economy first. But they, but the French government the only the belief the China market is still as before. But I don't think this is the. the but I I, I think that the finally the France. We will we'll be very disappointed because you know the the current situation of Chinese economy. Very bad. You you know the the debate between the Xi Jinping and we Li, Li He, Li he Tian. Yeah, the, 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 the 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 Prime Minister of China. China. They the, you know the the how bad of the Chinese economy. But but at this moment, French is still is still. Hopes the China Chinese people can help their economy.
1: Right.
4: I think this is unrealistic.
2: That demand but in China for French products will uh, help with the French economic recovery.
4: Yes, because the, the, you, you know before the virus, so many the high, the high the rich man, rich people from China, or or the high the senior officials from China, corrupt officials from China. Brought so many things, LV, Kuchi, uh, whatever, from pa- in Paris. So they, they think uh, the, Ch- the Chinese people will buy a lot of, of LV, Kuchi, whatever, to the luxury goods to help their economy. But I don't think they, now the Chinese people have enough foreign currency to buy the luxury from France.
1: Fernando Chung, yeah, okay. Fernando well? Chung, could could it be that um, the EU uh, and Japan uh, and other countries just don't think it's worth annoying China that much, and they're not going to leap to Hong Kong's uh, aid? Uh, and uh, in the end, things will settle down, and we'll be uh, we'll keep our status uh, uh, in in the world, and, and things will go back to normal with uh, with our security law.
3: economic interests uh, might be the number one concern, especially amidst the uh, pandemic, uh, the economy has been severely uh, dampened. Uh, we would uh, not expect other countries to put Hong Kong people's interests before their own interests. That's reality. Um, So while I think we should call upon the international community to look at uh, how the national security law might undermine Hong Kong as an international city and as an international financial center, um, they, therefore, uh, if not uh, simply stand by and not do anything, uh, they would have a lot lot to lose. But... uh, they also, uh, foreign governments would have to look at their domestic issues uh, and right. make that judgment as to how much they would um, want to offend uh, Chinese right.
2: uh, government. Isn't the reality of the of these democratic countries that they're responsible first and foremost to their own electorates, and and therefore for exactly the reasons you said, um, they might make a few noises, but they're going to be reluctant to take a lot of strong action, and anyway, their strong action could end up hurting Hong Kong.
3: Yeah, of course, that's uh, quite likely, just like what they did after June 4th, 1989. Uh, the world saw that massacre happen in front of their eyes, Right, and yet they put hopes to, with the um, Communist Party, expecting that by opening the economy system, making them part of the world uh, trade system, Uh, they will eventually become open in their politics as well. But look at what has happened. Uh, They have grown up, they have become strong, and now they're
2: threatening the rest of the
1: not more democratic. Well, I mean, then, I mean, uh, we had a we had an email earlier from a from a listener, Paisley, who was talking about his his impressions of what's been happening recently since the national security legislation was uh, was was announced. Uh, and I think one of the things he mentioned was uh, growing calls for independence. And I've, I have noticed this around that there are there are more people saying now uh, independence for Hong Kong is the only uh, is the only option. Um, but that's isn't that going to be uh, a very kind of limiting view? Uh, parties like your own uh, and the traditional pan-democrats, um, they're not going to support that. That's going to always be a very minority view. And if they get radicalised like that, then really they're going to lose all popular support as well and just wither and die.
3: Well, true. Uh, we can only count on the one country, two systems rule. And uh, basic law is how has been uh Uh, implemented. We have a guide. We have a mini constitution that guides what actually happens uh, in the one country, two systems. Uh, So we have to go back to that. And I think all along, Hong Kong has been uh, going in a prosperous way, secure uh, environment. People are uh, basically doing their own things. Uh, We they, we've been able to enjoy the kind of lifestyle we had before this turnover. Right. And yet, uh, in the recent years, uh, there's been increasing threat and this creeping uh, gradual uh, change and taking over Hong Kong. Do
2: you need to talk to government. Beijing, Fernando?
3: Well, we we have no avenues of talking to Beijing. The only avenue is the China Liaison's Office in Hong Kong. And this is the official contact point. Right. But they've turned their back to us. They look at what they are saying. They have supervisory power, uh, which does not make any sense to us. So who, who can we talk to? Are they e- even... Uh, in charge. I mean, the chief executive is apparently uh, simply a puppet now.
2: Right. So uh, So, uh, does that mean you should be putting some of your opinions and proposals directly to the liaison office then?
3: Well, uh, it is not that they don't know what we stand for, it is not uh, that they don't understand how Hong Kong should proceed and what uh, is uh, being required in basic law. Uh, it is rather blatant that they are disregarding all those. Uh, they wa- they want to go their own way, uh, although this is not the way that Hong Kong people want. And this is certainly not the way that the international community wants. Uh, so it, it is not uh, a problem of communication. It's, it's a clash of uh, ideology, is a, a clash of governance, uh, and they're going back on their promises. And, uh, what, what else can Hong Kong
2: people do? Well, you could the only choice is resist. You could draw up a program for political reform that takes us forward on uh, universal suffrage for chief executive and for the legislature. You could give them a, a copy of that, and you could publish it for Hong Kong people to look at and see what the liaison officer's response to that program is.
3: Well, Mike, I think that's a good suggestion. Uh, we might we might want to do it, but. To me, um, I don't think they would even look at it. It is not a a time for them to consider Hong Kong uh, marching toward true democracy. Uh, They are going the opposite way, right? I mean, everybody understands that. So while they're trying to take over completely, uh, exercising their power to the to the extreme, we would, on the other hand, propose to them that we should go to um, true democracy. Uh, I I don't think that uh, jives, right? It is,
2: well, they might not like it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, it's not a matter of they liking it; they simply wouldn't even they would ignore it completely. Uh, they're going the exact opposite direction. Okay. They want complete
1: control. All right. Well, Fernando Chang, thanks for joining us, Civic Party Lawmaker. Many thanks to uh, Martin Oyer, political commentator based in Germany. We're going to be joined by uh, an economist after the news at night talking about the business implications of the national security legislation, the uh, impact on our local uh, economy. Uh, do share your thoughts. The weather mainly cloudy with showers and squally thunderstorms, and there's the amber rainstorm warning in effect at the moment. The weather will improve gradually, still a few showers on Tuesday. 28 degrees now, humidity is at 93
0: The protesters protests were less well attended than the day before. You're listening to the news on RTHK.
1: Welcome back, this is Back Chat on a Monday morning, first one of the week with Mike Rouse and me, Hugh Chiverton. We uh, are talking about the uh, impact of the proposed uh, national security legislation. Will it bring peace and stability uh, to Hong Kong? Uh, Staying with us is uh, Martin Oi, a political commentator based in Germany. I'm also joined now by Professor Kevin Choi, Associate Professor of the John E. Walker Department of Economics at Clemson University uh, in the US. Uh, As ever, you can comment on our Facebook page, backchat on rthk radio 3. You can give us a call, 233 is the number, or you can comment on, uh, you can send us an email uh, and we'll uh, do our best to read it out. That's backchat at HK. OK, some thoughts uh, from listeners. Uh, Drake, I think this is responding to Mike you saying about drawing up a plan for political reform. Uh, Drake says, Mike, you've just suggested Fernando to do what Liu Xiaobo do, and sadly we know the outcome of that experiment. Uh, Andrew K says another sparkling performance from Fernando and our friend from Germany totally unhinged anyway your guests are always good for a laugh um uh, Drake says, Even if the draft conformed perfectly with the common law, the NPC could always reinterpret the basic law and adverses via uh, Annex 3 when the outcome didn't make the communists happy. The oath of office is one of the many examples. We can play by the rule and feel self-secured, but they don't. Uh, Rich S says... The issue of mainland security agents here poses a raft of questions the administration refuses to answer. The spiriting away of the booksellers became urban myth, but it was not properly dealt with and it festered. The recent report by Jeremy Tam is the latest report of these sinister practices. Various parties like to point out so-called dark forces are operating here and have acted as agent provocateurs in the rioting. How can the administration claim every week that we have rule of law here when a parallel security force is operating here with impunity? The police- and Security Bureau are complicit in their failure to deal with this cancer. That comes uh, from uh, Rich S. Uh, Matthew says, on the news this morning we've heard the brave champion of Hong Kong people Regina Ibb saying national security trials should not have jurors because quote it's difficult to find impartial jurors. unquote. It seems we now need an auto-translate function for this kind of dystopian rubbish talk. What this really means is that because virtually no regular people in Hong Kong support the national security law, the CCP are concerned they would not be able to randomly select a jury pool that could deliver their required outcomes. That comes uh, from uh, Matthew. Colin says, I see the nasty mob out. Last week we had CY out lambasting HSBC and making up things like HSBC can now be replaced by any Chinese bank overnight. He obviously does not understand how a global bank like HSBC work, or any bank for that matter. I presume when making that statement he took into account how many retired Hong Kong people have HSBC. BC in their portfolio. Why does any company need to sign up to the new national security law? It's a law, and of course most obey laws. At the weekend we had Regina spreading fear and false rumours about possible plans to deny British citizens entry into Hong Kong. I'm surprised she does not want Marks and Spencers closed down. Now we have Patrick Nip stating all civil servants must pledge allegiance to China. I presume some civil servants have full British passports and already pledged allegiance to the Queen. It's clearly all three are uh, only their own personal interests at heart and not the People of Hong Kong. That's from uh, Colin. Tom says, or oh, sorry, um, this is a, from concerned expat who says, can you confirm that Carrie Lam and her team returning from Beijing are now in quarantine? And if not, why not? Uh, it's my understanding they're not in quarantine. That they do tests.
2: Don't they don't do they tests both in both directions? They
1: do tests in both directions, but they don't do uh, and quarantine.
2: in Shenzhen on the way up. Or something.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's uh, as far as I know that I. I stand to be corrected. Uh, uh, Andrew F says, uh, since you have Fernando on the programme uh, this morning, uh, he's gone, I'm afraid. Could you please ask him whether he thinks hurling rotten plants at opposition lawmakers and dumping vials of rancid sludge in the chamber is furthering the argument that we don't need national security laws? Surely it's supposed to be LegCo, not Home Alone 3. So Ted Hoy is a glum, hollow-eyed Macaulay Culkin, dreaming up his next hilarious prank, doesn't exactly inspire much confidence of what leadership is going to look like in Hong- Hong Kong should the pandems ever assume power. That's leaving aside that we're paying him and his chums a hundred thousand a month plus benefits for these antics. And I'm pretty sure the poor lady I saw trying to clean up that mess wasn't near that figure. That's uh, from uh, Andrew F. Uh, and we'll get to the uh, maybe to the Facebook pages a, a little bit later. Uh, Professor Choi, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you very much indeed for, for joining us. Um, what's your reading of the economic impact of uh, of the secure, national security legislation? Um, do you think that America and its allies are really going to kind of follow through on anything significant that might actually have an economic impact in Hong Kong?
5: I think there's a good chance that um, um, the US is going to do something, but then uh, for other countries, other European countries, uh, we still need to observe. because. a it looks like that they're, they're not as aggressive as as the United States uh, and their 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 business with China and, uh, and, and stuff. That, uh, I think that they're, they're more, probably more conservative.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Some of the noises coming out of the White House yeah. are making it harder for mainland companies to stay listed in the U.S. because they've got yeah. to meet new auditing uh, standards, right. or mm-hmm. certainly uh, or in, I would say, deterring new uh, fundraising in the States by, by mainland companies. Isn't, right. isn't that going to actually push uh, companies back towards the Hong Kong and Shanghai stock exchanges?
5: Yes, that's going to happen. And that's going to happen regardless of whether this Central secure law is going to impose or not. Because that's the plan. I mean, they've been discussing this for quite a while. And uh, this probably going to speed things up, but uh, that, that's going to bound to happen, I
2: think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just not sure how that's going to uh, benefit America. I don't think it does benefit America, and I'm not sure how it's going to make China suffer.
5: Uh, that's going to make China suffer in the sense that uh, that's going to disallow Chinese companies to raise capital in the U.S., uh, if they try to do it in Hong Kong, and that's going to make a statement to the to the world that uh, these companies have the problem. The auditing is, uh, is unclear, and we will see quite recently there are several cases in terms of uh, reporting um uh, And then, uh, and then uh, there 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 people, uh, each financial institute, uh, 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 make it public that that uh, all these companies, uh, the the, the Luckin uh, co- luck
2: coffee, coffee. coffee, right? Yeah. Right,
5: right. Uh, so they're, 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 the numbers, the report are all fake, make things up, and um, and and, and, and their stock price declined by more than ninety percent. Things like that. That's really sent a bad signal to the uh, to the uh, financial world that, that these Chinese companies are problematic. So what? that's going to hurt China uh, uh, in terms of raising uh, right. uh, capital uh, with, with cost currency in, in the future. I think.
2: Really, they uh, just use the Hong Kong market when it comes to foreign currency.
5: Yes. So uh, the next step is whether we think the the U.S. is going to do uh, more things to kind of uh, make other financial markets have a more difficult time to raise capital as well. Since, uh, I think, a week ago, uh, Pompeii uh, made a public statement that, initially with all these issues, American Bank so they the that the, the uh, Chinese uh, com- uh, company – listed in the in, in US in, Asia in particular, uh, this is what they can do. But then if they, if they live list, they list in the US market, live in Hong Kong, they can't do, do, do the same, same same tools again. But then there two things. One is they, they, they publicize the problem of these companies. That's one thing. And then the second thing is they still have tools in terms of prohibiting or discouraging uh, American company, American uh, investor from uh, investing in these companies.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, there was there was actually a directive, wasn't there, from Trump about uh, yeah. pension funds can't right. invest in indices which have significant, exactly. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
5: So that's that's what they can do at least, because they can at least cause that 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 the case you just mentioned is right. the, the federal retirement thing, which is the kind of government thing they can do. But then for other private investor, at least they can set up some, some guidelines, uh, discourage things from doing that. If they say they cannot do that, this is more uh, more more severe, more aggressive thing they do. I'm not sure whether they're going to do that, but then at the start, at least they can, they can uh, 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 do what like uh, they did in the past saying that
1: all these uh, federal retirement funds cannot invest in right. these d- companies. D- right. the, uh, the, the Hang Seng uh, dipped quite a lot, I mean like 5% on, on the news of the national legislation, security uh, legislation. It's now gone mm-hmm. back up right. uh, mm-hmm. again. Um, mm-hmm. w- how do you read that? Um, as, I mean, some people have said that that's, that's money coming from the mainland. That's, uh, that's what's sorry uh is, is that the case and is that does that all go well uh, is that is that coordinated by the mainland could it be for example that the that, that that beijing wants to secure hong kong doesn't want to be embarrassed so is will actually pump money into uh, into us here that could be
5: a bit of that but i don't think that cannot be the whole story mm-hmm. um that cannot be the whole story if you just look at the money flow because uh, the way a way that uh uh, Beijing or Chinese money or go to Hong Kong to buy these stocks. There is an official way. You can just look at those numbers. I mean, that number has been increasing over time steadily, uh, but then I don't, I didn't see that uh, increase dramatically over the past uh, uh, two weeks or so. So I don't think that that's the, the the main main channel. And also, that channel we won't have enough. The Chinese government won't have enough money to send through that channel to. To boost the uh, local the, the stock market in Hong Kong, so if that plays a role, that's going to be a, ro- a minor role, I
2: think. Another another aspect was the talk when the red, draft legislation was first mooted, people were mm-hmm. saying this would undermine the Hong Kong dollar, um, mm. but the last two weeks the Monetary Authority yeah. keeps having to intervene because the Hong Kong dollar is too strong. Yeah, uh, they're, exactly. they're having yeah. to pump more Hong Kong dollars out there right. and, and yeah. in exchange for foreign currency mm-hmm. to f- to prevent the link busting in the in the strong direction
5: right mm-hmm. so this is totally against the initial concern that because of this special security law then the system could collapse and people are going to attack hong kong dollar and it's going to too weak. but that's not happened this is not that has not happened yet
2: it's a bit like the unemployment statistics in America. Things are right, going yes. in like a, a box
1: of fireworks. Someone's tossed right. tossed mm-hmm. a match in there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, uh, Martin Oi, um, can, can I ask yeah. you about about again about the situation in in Germany and the EU? What, what's the attitude yeah. to China? I mean, do for example do people blame China for the for for COVID nineteen? Has that changed their attitude towards China?
4: What? I think in Germany, the problem is not the, about the Chinese bring the virus to Germany. In Germany, the the, the people of Germany think the Chinese uh, to make the in, impression on China back because the mask. China exports so many low quality masks to Germany. You know that now uh, under the current uh, German law. If want to take the public transport or to go to the world to rest restaurant you have to wear a mask. But you you, you only can buy the mask from in the market for the very in very low quality, but very expensive. More of them come from China. As the pe- ordinary people of Germany, you think what happened? So that's why the some people in Germany think the, the problem is come from the China but not because the virus. they don't know the, actually they don't may may not truly understand the origin of the wires, but they know the the China, China, the Chinese people export the low quality masks, and make they the low quality masks may, may make them in the, if in, in, may, may get get the wires. This is the problem. All right. So in, in, in the, I I don't think in France you have, have the same the similar problem because uh France can bend, the, so have so many factory and uh, make the masks for for, the, for themselves. So the situation in France is better, but not in Germany. Because in Germany, so many Germany buy the, the bad masks from China. This this makes Make the, make the Germany people very
2: disappointed. What about the uh, statements from London about suddenly changing the situation with respect to BNO passport holders and giving them a route towards a full British passport? Would, would that uh, open up, make it easier for sort of 3 million Hong Kong people to move around in Europe as well? The form, the
4: form of foreign for the European people, they don't think this have the problem, because the you know the UK is the only one, the new member or former EU member. Of the, the labor market, they will help so many ge- German business owner as me to, to 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 help to help this owner as out to me. So mm. okay. I don't think the Europe have, will will think
1: this is a big problem. Okay, some uh, some on our, on our Facebook page, uh, TC says, the Chinese government, as well as its proxy, the SAR government, are treating the symptoms rather than the causes of the problem. If the law and brute force works, there wouldn't be any violence, and Backchat would spend time talking about other meaningful subjects. What's happening in Hong Kong needs to be viewed through the context of China's conflict with the US, and for that matter, the Western world. I'm not optimistic that Hong Kong's situation will stabilise any time soon. To the tycoons and big businesses expressing support for the uh, NSL. Be careful what you wish for. You never know when the authorities will use this law to settle personal and financial disputes uh, in mainland China. And Lama Matthew says, maybe a bit off topic, but for all the listeners who joined the opportunistic, frenzied attempts to make propaganda gold from the death of George Floyd last week, this complete evisceration of the hypocrisy in that approach by the US Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, in his statement on the Chinese Communist Party's obscene propaganda propaganda, unquote, may be worthy of further study. Here's a link and I will copy the full statement as a reply to this comment for easy reading and uh, uh, Lama Matthew has a, a link to that. Uh, Tom uh, in response says, the Hong Kong protests have knocked over the picture and discussing the MPC Act is now crying over spilt milk. Uh, we've had 12 months of predictions of PLA trucks on the streets and our internet uh, being cut off by a great firewall falling on our heads that both haven't happened yet perhaps, as TC suggests, we should move on to other meaningful subjects. I don't think that's what TC's suggesting, <laughs> uh, Tom. Anyway, uh, Tom goes on, uh, differences in regulations in things such as the environment, food safety, the effectiveness of the ICAC, and preventing corruption. Preserving those would be a win for Hong Kong. Those thoughts uh, from Tom. Uh, Kevin Choi, uh, yes. one uh-huh. uh, kind of interesting angle, and you know, the intersection of politics and economics uh, was uh, CY Leung, the former chief executive, uh, berating uh-huh hsbc for yeah. not, not make making a statement and then they they, uh-huh. they they came out with their tails between their legs and came up with a required statement uh what do you make of that what what are the implications of that if any
5: i think the the ambiguity or the confusion in terms of how interpret CY the statement is that it is no longer um the chief executive in hong kong So what his role in terms of how, how serious he is and whether it's going to affect any policy or, or anything real. That, that's cause it could be a random dude uh, from Internet making some statement, but of course he's not a random dude. But then he's neither the chief executive in Hong Kong either, so I, I think that creates a lot of uncertainty. I don't think that's a good thing.
2: But he does hold a senior position in the mainland.
5: Yes, but then we know that we know that, that kind of position doesn't mean that you have real power in China. So so it's not that official position that makes them important, but then it's how, how influential Xi um, Jinping uh, in terms of influencing policy. Not through that channel. Or is he saying something to represent the view of the Communist Party so that they're going to do something uh, follow the plans that, 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 that he, he suggested uh, or, not, or not? That that's, that's the problem that's being created, I think. Mm-hmm.
2: But then... Uh... It does send a rather unfortunate signal to other international companies.
5: Right, right. If this is official from, from the Chinese government, then it, it's better in the sense that okay, we know that this is what you want, and then we know either we say and then follow follow what you what what you want us to, to do, or, or or not, because it could be just just some uh, 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 some some some, some, some uh, someone used to be part of the uh, SAR government. Uh, but then he's no longer has the real power to do anything. So I think that's going to create the business world hate and certainty, more than more than uh, a bad regulation. I would, right. I, I would say. Uh, so that that that's not going to be good. We said that thing though.
1: Let's mm-hmm. put it in the broadest possible terms. Do you think that a that a greater role, more direct role for Beijing in in the in what goes on in Hong Kong, which is what we're seeing uh, happening now? Uh, is that good for business? Is that bad for business? Does that make no difference?
0: I
5: think that um, that particular way to threat a, a foreign company, I, I think uh, that's uh, that's, a, that's that's bad for the economy. Mm-hmm. So that's going Korea. And so if this is all about the law, about because this is not even a law. The law is unclear. What, what how, how how they're going to implement it? How they're going to execute everything? So that 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 in itself is it's, it's not quite good for the business environment. But then now with while making such a statement yes. uh, uh, at the company to support the, uh, the, 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 uh, this law. I think that... that, that Which that they did, that of course. Oh. But
2: on the other hand, he, he did make very critical remarks about the Foreign Correspondents Club, and then yeah. a, a few months later, he was the keynote speaker at the, at the Foreign Correspondents he, Club. He, right. <laughs>
5: this, this is what it's said, because it's, it's not like... He's not saying... representing an official view. So who knows what happens inside a black box. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. What, what about uh, the brain drain? We've heard a lot about the brain drain and the b passports uh, and so yeah. on. Uh, would you anticipate a brain drain in Hong Kong?
5: Uh, I think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, there, there are two kinds of brain drains. One is uh, the local people, at least, they, they're going to leave. That's, uh, that's something that, that's hard to replace. And uh, people might say, oh, that can be replaced by uh, smart people from China. Uh, but then I don't think we're, we're the same um, in terms of the way we do things. So, so it's not going to be like every Hong Kong skilled uh, um, worker leave Hong Kong. I mean, they might be replaced by by some chi- someone from mainland China, but then they're not a the, uh, perfect substitute. Uh, and then there's second another class of people that might leave is uh, uh, the expats who are not working in Hong Kong. Uh, then of course, uh, in that case, the special I mentioned earlier, I think some American uh, uh, people they're going to leave uh, Hong Kong because uh, both the capital and then and then skilled people they might leave. Then the question is whether they can be replaced by uh, uh, someone from Europe or other advanced economy. Right. of skilled they might be similar. Then that depends on how these countries, including. Um, we talk about germany uh, the u k whether they can have people to replace these these uh, experts
3: uh, ch-
4: that is more difficult to tell because i, I don't, I don't think yeah. i don 't think the Germans will come to Hong Kong to replace the americans for, for why the what the reason is that the national security law will arrest them without any reason some German citizens arrest uh, in China before and the, their government uh, use a lot of effort to save them from China also, on the other hand for the, the Labour Union in Germany also will, op- will not agree to send the senior management to Hong Kong under the very, under the, this legal risk so I don't think the European will the American or British because the, the new law
2: Kevin's talking of two, diff- two different kinds of brain drain one is people who are already here uh, mm-hmm. in, with skills qualifications leaving and the second yes. element is other people being maybe less willing to come to Hong Kong um,
4: yeah.
2: so it's kind of uh, the, the, the bowl gets emptied from, from two different plug holes
4: we different for for the local people. I think with the the British government, it really gives the grant the, the right to work to piano holders. I I received many many enquiry from piano holders for about the work in UK or work in EU. The the the, the salary may be lower than Hong Kong. Have this. Uh, that the EU or UK is free society, on the other hand, the UK government or EU government will not arrest the people without the reason, under under the new national security law, the police will arrest anyone in Hong Kong without any reason, this is the problem for the Chinese Communist Sorry, Party, you,
2: you think that's a certainty or you think that's just a possibility or what?
4: There's a very high possibility. You, you know, so in the Chinese Communist Party, the law is the, the instrument of dictatorship. This is ruled by man, ruled by, ruled by someone, ruled by the CCP. This makes the law without any certainty. You, you 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 will not think this is in under under UK system you know the you will you will not you know the court case, you know the human rights code, the international treaty, whatever can protect you. But not in China. Okay. You for now Hong Kong the the new national security not not imposed in Hong Kong but you know the prosecution policy of uh, the the, secret, the department of justice, the DOJ. The DOJ can, can no one can control the DOJ. This is another problem. With, without the the, new, the national security law, DOJ still not under control by the people. After the new laws, what do you think? No one can imagine what will happen after the new law. This is the problem. Okay.
1: So the ring will, will will happen. Okay, a co- couple of comments to finish off. This is from Bowen. He says, Dear Backchat, the formula for peace and calm is actually quite simple. What is complicated is how the two sides can be persuaded to adopt it. For the central authorities, they need to deliver what they have legally contracted to deliver, and allow Hong Kong to be governed by a highly autonomous government, which won't try to ram through LegCo measures like constructing the express rail terminus in West Kowloon, co-location, and the extradition bill. Not doing those things would not have threatened China's sovereignty over Hong Kong unless you argue that sovereignty means that the government must be able to do anything regardless of how strongly people are against it. The pan-democrats should realise that there is no point in pushing for genuine democracy in the immediate future, particularly true universal suffrage for the election of the CE. Any package that's acceptable to the central authorities will, like the 831 package, only bring pseudo-democratic elections which aim to confer legitimacy on a government which is just as much controlled by Beijing as it always has been. Uh, This combination of respect for local values and sentiments without full structural democracy is quite achievable but there would have to be the requisite understanding and goodwill on the part of the central government and people of the right quality to head the SAR government. Those thoughts from Bowen. Thank you very much indeed for that. Uh, Mike finally on juries says, I wish someone would study history of and why our judicial system has a jury. Many courts, even in the USA, do not ''Like informed jurists, the jury is supposed to have ultimate power and decision in an individual case, similar to a captain of a ship. He has ultimate power on his ship, even regardless of the law. That scares China. If the people, peers of the accused, feel the law is not fair, they have the power to judge accordingly.'' uh michael lastly there are no new auditing rules for listed companies from china they're just going to have to abide by the existing rules that they haven't been that comes uh from mike thank you very much indeed uh for those comments to uh, everyone who emailed and commented on facebook to our guests uh this morning uh martin oy a political commentator based in germany and professor kevin Choi from clemson university associate professor in the uh, department of economics there mike many thanks to you a bit of a rag this morning uh yeah lots of things to kind of talk about at the at the same time uh, the weather forecast mainly cloudy with showers and squally thunderstorms the showers heavy in the morning maximum temperature about 30 degrees during the day that look hot in the next few days the weather gradually improving with still a few showers tomorrow the amber rainstorm warning is in effect the thunderstorm warning will be effective until at least 11 o'clock today 28 degrees now relative humidity is up at 92 percent To prevent pneumonia and respiratory tract infection, always keep hands clean and wash hands for at least 20 seconds. Put the lid down before flushing. Add water to U-traps regularly. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when sneezing or coughing. Wear a mask and seek medical advice promptly if unwell. Fully cover your nose, mouth, and chin with a mask. Visit chp.gov.hk to learn more. 9.33, the News Now with Samantha Butler.
0: Two unions say they're puzzled by remarks from Civil Service Minister Patrick Nip, who said yesterday that public servants had dual identities as officers for the SAR as well as for China. The chairman of the Hong Kong Federation of Civil Service Unions, Leung Chao Ting, said it felt like civil servants were working for a subsidiary owned by a parent company. Mike Ong An from the Union for New Civil Servants said Mr Nip should clarify his remark as he'd never heard of dual identities before. Following the death of George Floyd in police custody in the U.S. city of Minneapolis, the City Council has promised to dismantle its police department. In a statement read to hundreds of demonstrators, the councillors said decades of police reform efforts had proven that the Minneapolis Police Department couldn't be fundamentally changed. And the number of people confirmed to have been killed by the coronavirus has now passed 400,000, just five months after China reported the first known fatality. I'll have more news at 10 o'clock. It's time right now on Radio 3 to say good morning to Phil Whelan and his guests on The Morning Brew. Hello. Hello, Phil. How are you? Not too bad at all.
3: Good morning. New York, Scottish.
1: Hello. You never Facebook chat with me, Phil. Good still? morning. it has got the top Jerry type violence. It's a great experience. if You just want to
0: get a bit of zing. Good on your radio and live online,
3: this is The Morning Brew. Good morning.
5: <laughs> Good morning to you, welcome to Monday, another wet week, here we go, Amber Rainstorm Morning to kick us off. Anyway,
0: show does go on, Robbie McRobbie will be with me after 10 for this week's Rugby challenge.